0: It's right over here, guys. You're gonna love it.
1: (sighs) Slow down, Everett. I said I'd come meet Mr. Jacobs, not go for a jog.
0: Yeah, what Rachel said. What's the big hurry? Does he lock his doors at eight or something? It's just that usually by now, there's something going on there. And then there's also listening to the radio. Listening to the radio? What, he doesn't have a TV or a cell phone? Of course he has those things, Joel. But the radio is how we listen to really fun programs and stuff. I don't see why that's so cool. You will, trust me.
1: Is it any further? I'm tired of walking.
0: It's right around the corner. What's the matter? That dump truck and that backhoe. They're digging up Mr. Jacob's lawn. Hey, stop. Um, Everett?
2: What a wacko.
0: What are you doing? You can't just dig up Mr. Jacob's lawn like that.
2: Look, kid, we got a work order saying this needs to get done Get lost.
0: You can't tell me what to do. I demand you stop. What seems
3: to be the problem here? Oh,
0: thank goodness you're here, Mr. Jacobs. Look what they're doing.
3: Yes, I see what they're doing. And I'm grateful. I called them earlier this week.
0: You want them to destroy your lawn? Everett, are you all right?
3: Yeah, have you gone nuts?
0: Who does that?
3: Are these friends of yours?
0: Oh yeah, this is Rachel and Joel. Guys, this is
1: Mr. Jacobs.
3: A pleasure. Hi. Hey. Why don't you guys come inside and we'll let these workers do their jobs?
1: Will we listen to the radio?
3: We can if you want. Don't you have my portable radio, Everett? Oh, yeah, I
2: guess I do. You mean, we could have been listening this whole time?
0: Start it up!
1: Okay. Mmm, this apple cider is great, Mr. Jacobs.
3: I'm glad you like it, Rachel. Would you like a little more?
1: Yes, please. So
2: what's the deal with your lawn, Mr. Jacobs?
0: Oh yeah, why'd you call those guys to rip up your lawn? Is there buried treasure out there or something? I'm sure that's
3: exactly what it is, Everett.
0: You never know with Mr. Jacobs, Joel.
3: (laughs) Well, I'm glad that you think my life is as exciting as all that. But unfortunately, all that's in that hole is a broken water pipe. Oh, that is way more boring. Yeah. I figured it was something like that.
1: But how'd you know it was there?
2: Where else would a water pipe be?
1: Well, I I meant, you know, if the pipe was under the ground, then how did you know that it was broken?
3: That's a good question, Rachel. My first clue was the puddle in my front lawn. When a water pipe breaks, it's going to leak a lot. And considering that puddle was there rain or shine, kind of told me something wasn't right. Is that all you had to go off? Actually, no, Joel. There were other signs. The water in my sink was a slightly brown color, and it had a different smell to it. Obviously, it was getting a bunch of dirt mixed in with it.
0: Gross. And so you called the plumbers to fix
3: it. Exactly. And that's why I have a bunch of guys digging up my lawn.
1: How long will it take to fix?
3: Hopefully not too long. But it all depends on how deep the pipe is and how bad the damage is.
2: While we wait, can we listen to the radio some more?
1: I thought listening to the radio wasn't cool.
2: A guy can change his mind.
1: Give me a
3: break. I'll see what I can do. Are they still digging out there, Rachel?
1: Yep. Hmm.
3: I hope they find the leak soon, or else I might have to reseed my whole lawn.
0: Yeah, what a mess. Mr. Jacobs, aren't you forgetting something?
3: Forgetting something? What do you mean, Everett?
0: Well, you know, we came to your house, we listened to the radio for a while, and something interesting is going on.
3: Yeah?
0: Aren't we going to learn something about life? You know, like with Bible verses or something? Bible verses?
3: We can. What
0: did you have in mind? I don't know. You're the one who usually comes up with this stuff. Stuff? What are you talking about, Everett? It's like this, Joel. Every time I hang out here with Mr. Jacobs, something interesting is going on, and Mr. Jacobs is reminded of a lesson from the Bible. We talk about it for a while, and sometimes we even get to act out a drama. Okay, I might stick around for that.
1: Yeah, so what's the lesson for today, Mr. Jacobs?
3: Oh, um, well, I guess it reminds me of when we have hidden sins in our lives. Sins? He means bad things that we do or good things that we don't do. A lot of sins aren't ones you can see just by looking at someone. Things like selfishness, pride, hate, jealousy can be hard to see because they all happen mostly in our minds and in our desires. But like it says in 1 Samuel 16, 7, even though people can't see these sins, God can.
2: Okay, but if they're so hard to see, then how do we
3: even know they're there? Good question, Joel. And we can use the pipe outside as an example. I couldn't see the broken pipe. And I don't know how long it's been broken, or even how it got that way. But what I do know is after a while, I noticed the changes. Like the puddle on the front lawn, and the brown water in my sink. In the same way, when we have sins hidden in our lives, it starts to change us.
1: Change us? You mean our skin turns green or something?
3: (laughs) I'm not sure about that one, Rachel. But I meant more the way we act. The Bible tells us in verses like... Luke 6.45 and Matthew 12.34, that things we do, especially the words we say, show what's really inside our hearts.
1: That makes sense, but I have a question.
3: And what's that, Rachel?
1: If we find out we have this sin inside us, what do we do next?
3: That's a really good question. And I might have a script about it. I'll be right back. I told you there would be a script. Alright, so what do we do now?
1: Yes, we can keep listening to the radio until he gets back.
3: And now, from the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes the mysterious drama, The Case of the Stolen Perfume, an adapted biblical teaching about hiding
2: sin. Hello? Your name, Ferris. Frank Ferris. It is. And who are you? Name's I private eye and this is all
1: right gangway I'm here to take the pictures you got the goods huh you the crook
2: I don't know what you're talking about look here Frankie we're on a case
1: are we gonna book this guy I book me for what?
2: What Alma's trying to say in her particular way is that we're looking for clues and a shady individual who matches your description, and who robbed Fancy Floral's amazing aromas yesterday afternoon.
1: The goon got away with some very expensive perfumes. Lo de woe.
2: You wouldn't happen to be the felon who filched from Flora Friday, would you, Frankie? Uh,
0: Of course not!
1: Who do you think- Then you wouldn't mind if we had a look-see around? Boy, your place is a mess. I've known college dorms that looked neater than this dump.
2: Does your dishwasher not work or something? I've been... busy. Whatever you say, Frankie. Let's check the bedroom.
0: Whoa, that is a
2: big pile of laundry.
0: Are you going to take pictures of everything?
1: Gotta document the whole thing, pal. Ugh, what's that smell?
0: Okay, I get it. My room
2: stinks. Oh no, I'm getting it too. It's coming from the laundry.
0: Yeah, dirty clothes stink. Get away from there!
2: No, it's not that. It's...
1: Ah! Then some mighty nice perfume bottles you got there, Mr. Ferris.
2: You'll keep your
3: perfume in your dirty laundry pile often, Frankie. Mr. Frank Ferris was prosecuted in a court of law and found guilty for robbery, concealing evidence as well as the facilitation of alliterations. He was sentenced to five years of strange plays on words and bad food.
0: In other words, gruel and unusual punishment. The moral
2: of the story is... To hire I, Private I, and Velma. If you've got a crime, we've got the time. The other moral is to... Clean
1: your room on a regular basis. It's not hard, and it's a healthier way to live.
3: And yet another moral is... Sometimes when we do the wrong thing, we think that we can just cover it up as if it never happened make excuses to lies or try to distract people with the nice things we do and say. But you can be sure that eventually the truth will come out and all that we are trying to hide will be discovered and we will be in bigger trouble than when we started. Okay,
0: Mr. Jacobs. I'm confused.
3: What's that, Everett?
0: We were talking about how we have wrong things in our hearts and what to do when we find out when we have them, but in the moral of the detective drama, we didn't really get to that.
2: Yeah, you just said that we shouldn't try to cover it up.
3: Mm, That's true. I guess I figured I'd start with the detective drama because when we find out that we've done something wrong or that we are doing something wrong. Our first instinct is to make sure no one finds out. But like it says in Proverbs 24:12 and Numbers 32:23, eventually it won't be a secret.
1: Okay. We got that. So what should we do?
3: I think it's best summed up in Proverbs 28:13, where God tells us that instead of hiding our secret sins, we need to admit to God that we have them and stop doing them.
1: Oh. That's kind of simple.
3: I'd agree, Rachel.
2: Okay, it might be simple,
0: but that doesn't mean that it's easy. Joel's right. I've tried to stop doing wrong things before and I still do them.
3: I agree it is difficult, but thankfully God has given us some pointers. Okay, like what? First off, in Matthew 5, Jesus tells us that we need to make sure that if there's something that is making us sin, whatever that is, we need to be willing to go without it because it's more important to do what is right.
1: Important? You mean, like, food?
3: <laughs> well, I don't think God was talking about things that we need to live, like oxygen and water and stuff like that, Rachel. Personally, I think this verse is mostly talking about thoughts and ideas, but that's just me. A lot of people talk about this chapter and have their own angles on it. Great,
2: so it's basically complicated. Anything
3: easier to understand? <laughs> well, there's always Ecclesiastes 4.9, where it tells us that having friends to help us is extremely important. Friends that will help us stay on track and encourage us to do what is right are very rare. But very important. In 1 Corinthians 12, God tells us that none of us can live for Him by ourselves. We need others to help.
0: Okay, so we need to get rid of stuff that makes us do wrong things. We need friends to help us do the right things. Is there anything else we can do to make sure we're living the right way?
3: Well, the last bit of advice that I have is to not expect that we can live perfect lives by ourselves. No one can live a perfect life without God's help, but with his help, we can. Like it says in Philippians 4.13.
0: That makes sense. After all, he's the one that can fix the problems in us. We
3: can't fix them by ourselves. You've got it, Everett. If you admit to him that you're doing wrong things, you can be sure that he will forgive you and start working on getting rid of that sin that you are struggling with.
1: Um. Speaking of getting rid of the things that are messed up, it looks like the workers outside are pulling the broken pipe out of the hole they dug. Really? Let me see!
3: Wanna go out and take a closer look? Yeah, Uh, I mean, sounds cool.
1: I'll go get our coats.
0: And I'll turn off the radio.